Hey, welcome to another Try Hard podcast where we try hard to entertain you. Just a couple of friends who get together during a pandemic and talk about some random things with your hosts, King Cord and Just Jimmy and Juju Julie. Do you have an iPhone? No, I don't. Oh. Well, with this new update with my iPhone, um, mm-hmm. when I plug my charger in, it makes this funny sound. <laughs> that one? What the fuck? Oh, you programmed it to do that. And then when I take the charger out? No way. Put it back in. <laughs> it's one of those shortcuts, right? Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I'm where did you? In. Where did you? Get, oh, that's when you plug it back in. Yeah, that's when you plug the the charger in. She goes, "Oh fuck yeah!" And then when you pull it out, she goes, "No wait, put it back in." <laughs> oh, that's great. You didn't, you didn't like bug your phone or anything, did you? No, it, it's it's with a uh, an app that comes with the phone anyway. Oh, gotcha. The shortcuts app that's built into the iPhone. Yeah, you can tell it, you can program it to do whatever you want with upon these different actions. Mm-hmm. So, iPhones, yeah, you can. Uh, iPhones getting a little dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one back when. Um, Black Lives Matter stuff first started. Mm-hmm. There was a TikTok that went viral that was talking about setting up a shortcut that you can say, you know, hey, your smart assistant name, because I don't want to say it right now. You can say, hey, I'm getting pulled over. And then it would like set off this. It would put the screen to dim like 0%. It would start recording audio and video from the camera and it would uh, automatically send like a text and an email to the contact of your choice that says I'm being pulled over and then it send a link to the iCloud where the video was going to upload uh, wow like it's all stuff you can program into it mm-hmm. I mean it's not going to save your life but people can watch you get killed <laughs> I mean, I could see it being useful and, you, you know, if you're about to get a, if you're about to get a DUI or something or, I don't know, <laughs> so that, way, that way they know to pick your car up or whatever. Yeah. I've been through this whole process a couple times. I know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I could find that useful. Why did I switch to a Samsung? Guess you'll have to switch back to an iPhone next time. Yeah, I gotta. You know how they. Have you seen the the new phones that come out, like the LG and the Samsung? They're like giant fucking phones. They're like phone and a half. They keep getting bigger, and they keep slapping more cameras on them. Uh huh. Jesus. Like one guy, like one one company's like, we've got four cameras, and then the next one's like, yeah, well, we're gonna put five on ours. <laughs> it's like, how about twelve cam? The whole back of the phone's a camera. Pretty pretty soon, it's just gonna turn into like the ones from the eighties where they were huge giant bricks. Yeah, pretty soon we're just gonna carry like flat screen TVs around. Yeah. With that's... giant cameras on the back. <laughs> that's where it's going. Um... I think it's like a, I think it's an LG commercial. And it shows, I mean, of course, it's like a little girl on a Ferris wheel and she's holding up the phone. So her tiny hand doesn't help. But the size of the phone, you can tell, is like huge it's like yeah. a mini tablet they're that's what they are they're what do they call them fablets or whatever yeah it's like, wh- how do you carry that around like other than just carrying it in your your hand all day i mean i guess if you have a purse sure but like you know if you're a dude well, putting it in your pocket it's gonna be uncomfortable sitting down 
yeah, exactly. Like mine, I've got that Note 10 Plus or whatever. And I don't know, like since I started mountain biking, my legs have gotten a little bigger. And it just, when I sit down now, it just doesn't really, it's uncomfortable. It fits it doesn't fit right in my pants anymore. So I yeah. either need to buy, buy bigger pants or, or buy a smaller phone next time. You don't have to get a messenger bag. And then, and then well, and then the, the cases that they have now for these things are massive. I mean, yeah. in my line of work, I, I, I'm on a forklift all day and there's a risk of dropping it. So you got to get know. this ginormous case. That's basically a box. Yeah, that's what I got. It's one of those OtterBox Defenders. So the thing's massive. Yeah. And yeah, I, I can't sit down. I have to be like a, have to wear like a size 34 jeans to make it fit comfortably. <laughs> Get the extra two inches for the room. Yeah. For the phone. Yeah. And the, the, the bad part is, is like these phones, they look so beautiful on their own. And then, and then, you know, you go cover them up with these fucking cases. And they just yeah. turn into like plastic rubber bricks. Yeah, the I I know my phone and excuse me, uh, just the like the computing power that these things have now is ridiculous. Yeah, unreal. Eight core processors, twelve core whatever. I don't jeez. Little so computers. You, so your legs are getting too big for your pants, huh? You know how it is. You ride a bike for a while, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you do you start... wear those like spandex shorts when you ride your bike? No, I I wear uh, just gym shorts. Oh yeah, but I don't I don't I think uh, when it gets cooler, I'm gonna wear like sweatpants or gym you know gym pants or whatever. Yeah. So I was like I was listening to uh, Green Day. <sighs> Uh, on YouTube, so obviously the music video is playing, and one, the bass player looks like you. Oh, my um, dirt! <laughs> and I'm like, Jimmy's playing the wrong instrument. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I was like jamming out to the drum solo, and I was like, Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And then I, I kept trying to like air drum to the whole song. I, my arms were getting tired. Like really tired, and I'm like, God, you gotta be in real good shape to be a drummer. It's like there's no fat drummers, right? I mean, no, if there they're, is, they're, they're like, there are, there are, yeah. They're like dedicated, though, right? No, nah, it's a lot of it, man. Is is like technique, you know? That's, oh yeah. That's that's where technique comes into play is when you, you know, obviously if you're if you're a bigger dude and you're you're kind of out of shape, but you've never played the drums before, you don't you know there is there's proper technique i mean you don't use your arms you're you know you're more wrist movements and uh man that's a long conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah you want to talk shop on drums and get technical with it but but i mean like when you're jamming though like you get into it right put your all into it it's not just like that's a yeah for me uh adrenaline just kicks in and you don't feel you don't feel that stuff till the next day (laughs) (laughs) you really get really getting getting sore lately oh god yeah uh so this new band i'm in it's uh it's a lot more aggressive style of music it's like melodic metal and there's a lot of double bass parts and uh, dude i thought my i thought i fucking what do you what do you call that? Uh, dislocate. I thought I dislocated my hip. <laughs> <laughs> Dislocating your hip playing drums? Yeah, because uh, like uh, in the song we have the song called Mountain, and then after, um, like after the guitar solo and everything, that's it's pretty much double bass straight on till the end of the song. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. I mean, it just I can play the part, but after a while, it kind of since I'm not used to not conditioned to it anymore. Yeah. And uh, it, it kind of kicked my ass, but hopefully next week we'll see how I feel, but it should 
be a little better. <laughs> so, like, are you practicing every day, or do you just like once a week? Well, with the with the band, it's kind of whenever. Right now, everything's kind of crazy because uh, our singer she's gonna have a major surgery, so that's gonna set us back several weeks. We actually probably won't be doing any shows or anything till 2021 but I mean with corona and everything you can't it's, there's not a lot going on right now anyway but yeah um, yeah we're gonna try and get together like every week after this all clears with her and she gets her health back but um, I mean she's she recorded some vocals for a song we were working on and yesterday and it sounds freaking phenomenal. I can't wait for people to hear it. So it's exciting. Nice. So do you like you sit on the couch watching TV like with your little drum pad just practicing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so how I do it is like if uh, for these songs that I learned, uh, I have a little practice pad and I basically air drum. I mean, the, the practice pad I have to obviously, it's kind of for my snare, and then I use it as a hi-hat too type thing. Mm -hmm. And I basically air, I sit there and air drum. I look really stupid doing it, but <laughs> in, a, in a pinch, it does work. And yeah, I'll sit there for however long. And then I have my real kit set up. And if they're, I mean, obviously if it's, you know, eight o'clock at night and the baby's sleeping, I can't jump on the real kit. Cause like there's certain parts of the song, like if I come up to and I'm like, shit, I need to actually like sit down on a real kit and figure this out. Uh, I can't do that late at night, but yeah, if it's any other time, then I just jump on the kit and bashing out and, but the band practices are what you have, you know, you get the the whole kit set up and then you then you can go through all the songs over and over until you tell your bandmates get sick of you doing that, but Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, my other past bands like with uh let's just say like Cypress Grove for instance, a lot of those songs we did I had heard what you know 20 years plus on the radio or in my cd collection or you know yeah so, so that stuff was all upstairs in my head i didn't ever really have to practice it so a yeah. lot of this a lot of the stuff you saw with cypress grove was literally me just on the fly so but and now you, now everything's original and, and yeah you, know. you you, you kind of have to Let's just put it this way, with an original band, especially if you have music out there that people can purchase and stuff like that, if they come to see you play that stuff at a show, by God, you better be able to rip that stuff. Otherwise, I mean, granted, we do this for fun, but if I was in a career situation, if I couldn't play those parts live, I mean, I'd be torn apart. I wouldn't have a career, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I guess me being a music nerd, like that's kind of the one thing that if I go to a show, I mean, obviously, like you guys, you if you go see a show, you can say one of your favorite bands and you, God, that singer just doesn't sound right. You know, like he doesn't sound like he does on the recordings. That's pretty yeah. common. You know, people say that. Yeah. So, and it works true for the other musicians in the band too. So, and the last thing you want to be is a drummer that can't play his studio parts. So. Yeah, I always hear how like um, people will complain about like how the guitar will sound live versus studio, and I think a lot of people don't realize that with studio you can do a lot more tweaking and and uh, uh, putting more effects on it. Whereas when you're live and you just got you know your amp and your effect pedal pedals and no software or anything like that, it's gonna sound different. Yeah, and a lot of those guys, you know, when you're in the studio, you can, you can, you know, your amp can be in a certain room that can generate a certain tone. It's just, it's all, mm -hmm. you know, live when you're at a venue, you, it sounds bouncing off of the walls and it's, it could change your tone. I'm, I, 
I've noticed that with my drums, you know, I, I'll get them all tuned up here at the house and they're sounding great. And then I take them out to a venue and play and it's like, whoa, I kind of got to, you know, you got to make little tweaks here and there to mm-hmm. kind of compensate for the sound. But acoustics. I, I, yeah, I'm I always get complaints and hey, you're too loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think yeah. that just helps. Yeah. Fuck People off. say that no matter what. I like bars and stuff. <laughs> Did you guys remember that at Risky's? We, that Risky show? Did you remember mm-hmm. that old man that was like yelling at me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I threw my drumstick at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Like, he, he kept, like, I'm mid playing a song and he's like, hey, hey. <laughs> and I go, what? And I'm like still playing and he goes, you're too loud. And I chucked my drumstick at him and go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I chucked it at him and then I grabbed another one out of my hi-hat stand because I got a stick holder there. Mm-hmm. And didn't even miss a beat. Kept going. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, I can't remember. I was with when you were with uh, Brickface. I, I can't remember if it was an Eagle or some other small town, but it was some, it was the bar oh, that's like right across the street Rick from Face stories again. It's the bar across the street from like the cat, the little jail, the town jail or whatever. Hmm. I can't remember what town it was. Maybe it was Eagle, but, um, you guys were, you guys were loud. And I think it was the first time they had a band there and like the 10 rough, the, the, the 10, uh, ceiling or whatever started vibrating and like shit started raining down. And I remember the owner's like, you guys are too loud. You're too loud. You're shaking the ceiling. Wow. I don't even remember that show. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, a lot of the brick face shows are a blur because those were, <laughs> we it was were, the night where, uh, um, Nick, he had the wire. It was his first time using the wireless thing with his wireless. guitar. And he went to the bathroom and played the solo while he was pissing. Wow, yeah, I I kind of remember that, but then again, yeah. it, like I said, a lot of those shows are seriously. I mean, they're blackouts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably a good thing because there was a there was like a, a pregnant chick there who was getting drunk, and her boyfriend was like in a motorcycle club, and she kept hitting on everyone in the bar or everyone in the band. And I remember uh, little Nick and I were like, we should probably get the fuck out of here before her boyfriend like starts throwing punches. <laughs> <laughs> I speaking of little Nick, I got a, when he was in brick faced, I got a story. So we played this one place and I, it was some bar. It was their last night open. Literally like the whole town came to this thing. Oh, there's probably 300 people there. It was packed and as big a show we ever played. And after, I think we were taking a break between sets or something and like people bum rushed us and they, they were like, can you sign this and sign this? And we were just kind of blown away. It's like, well, we're okay. Okay. We're just a, you know, dive bar cover band, whatever. Yeah. But sure. I mean, it made you feel kind of like a rock star almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like all of us are saying, is this junk, this drunk chick comes up. And she's like, she pulls her shirt down and she goes, sign my tits. So (laughs) everybody's sitting there with the Sharpie and they're like signing their name on there. And then all of a sudden here comes little Nick walking up and he's like, oh, so we give him the Sharpie. (laughs) And then this dude's or this, this girl's husband walks up and he goes, hey, man. The next person that signs my wife's tits, I'm going to skull fuck him. <laughs> and this was a big dude. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I looked at him and I went, oh, shit. I took my head down and you should have seen little Nick's face. I mean, he like turned white as a ghost and he's like, oh, <laughs> he like dropped the Sharpie and turned around and walked away. It was like like one of those things like nonchalantly like oh no i'm not in the band and he just kind of like, <laughs> like turned around and oh it was funny and uh yeah we still we talked about that for a long time 
That was uh, <laughs> wow. But he never he never got to sign the boobies. So oh. <laughs> poor bass player didn't get to sign the boobies. Yeah, that was a pretty, <laughs> pretty funny one. <laughs> and then I, oh, I think I had to sign a chick's leg that night. Oh no! And uh, what else did I sign? Oh God, I went through I don't know how many pairs of sticks at that show. Oh. And that, uh, that was the one where some dude paid us an extra $100 just so he could jam with me on stage. Really? Yeah. What, what did he do? Like, play drums too? No, no. He, uh, he, he I think he played Adam's guitar. <laughs> I, he didn't even bring his own guitar. But he, he was like, I just want to play a Jimi Hendrix song with you. Do you know, uh, I think it was Fire by Jimi Hendrix. And I was like, yeah, I can play that one, man. And uh, he's like, I, I, I'll give you $100. I'm like, no, you don't have to give me. And he insisted. <laughs> this fucking dude gave me 100 bucks to jam that whole song with him. And I did. I sat there and played it wow. with him. Made his day, I guess. Hmm. But... It reminds me of a time where I think it was on my birthday, like a year or two ago, and I went to do karaoke with my mom at, um, I think it was still Randy's Grill and Chill back then, on uh, 40th and Holdridge, behind Burger King. Do you know where that's at? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're doing the karaoke, and then this, like, this black guy comes in. And apparently he's, like, a dude who, like, tours the city on the weekends, just going to, like, karaoke spots, basically. And my mom was doing karaoke on the other side of town um, before my birthday, but she was out with me on my birthday on this side of town. And uh, he instantly recognized my mom, and he, like, you know, chatted her up or whatever, and then he's, like hold on, I'll be back. And then he left. And we're like, okay, that was weird. And he comes back with a fucking Squire guitar and a little tiny, like, practice amp. <laughs> and, he, and he goes up to the, the karaoke, I don't know what you call him, DJ person or whatever. And he goes, hey, you don't, you don't mind if I just play along with the songs, do you? And he's like, uh, I, if everyone else is fine with it, I don't care. And he just kind of just started anyways. <laughs> and so he's like playing blues guitar to every song people would sing. Like it didn't matter what it was. He would just play blues guitar to it. And uh-huh. it was so weird. And uh, yeah, it, it was so awkward and weird. And I think he, he did that to like show off to my mom. <laughs> like, hey, I know how to play blues guitar. <laughs> no. That is so weird. Like, I mean, I don't know if I was that, if I was that DJ or whatever you call them, karaoke yeah. op- operator. Hey, Juju, you should look up the proper terminology. What do, are they called, DJs? Yeah, I think they're DJs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that would be weird. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, it would yeah. be a dist- it'd be a distraction. Yeah, I think I did um, "Living on a Prayer," and he was just doing blues blues guitar to it, <laughs> and it was so weird. It was it was so fucking weird. Dirt, 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 dirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> like didn't even match the song. Like people would go up there and do like rap songs or like the tequila song he'd still just do fucking blues guitar too but yeah that's that's a little a little weird for me yeah <laughs> that'd be like so me anyway. walking in there and setting up and hey i'm gonna i'm gonna jam the drums on every song tonight right <laughs> and you don't mind if i bring my band in here <laughs> and play along with the song do you <laughs> <laughs> You don't mind if I bring my scratch tables in. Yeah. So, I got, so anyways. I got this mechanical keyboard and it's loud. It makes the... Oh, the, for your computer? Yeah. So I'm still, <laughs> still trying to get used to this thing. It's so freaking loud. Yeah. I have I have a gaming one. I have a Razer. Yeah, I'm I saving got... it to get my gaming computer. 
I got this. Uh, it's an this is a, it's an Alienware one, and it it's literally the same thing. It's just like a razor or whatever. It's got you know the fancy braided cable that you plug it in. Mm. And, and, I got the cherry bomb keys or whatever yep, they're called. Yep, cherry the keys. Cherry keys and all that crap. And I, what's the difference? I I don't. I think it's just the style of the spring inside I, the buttons. I, I like the way they sound. It's kind of ASMR-y. I mean, it, yeah. it's got the, the clicky. I don't know. I could just sit here and click one. I just click the enter button all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This gives me tingles. <laughs> so have you seen uh, Mulan yet? The new one? Yeah, the new live-action movie on Disney+. Plus. No. Have you, Julie? No, because you gotta pay extra for it. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, uh... Oh. So, what? <laughs> There's Disney+, Plus, but if you, you have to have Disney+, Plus Premiere, which is an extra subscription on top of it in what? order to yeah. watch it. When yeah, does so this gotta, start? It's uh, for all of Mulan. their direct-to-home <laughs> movies now. Yeah. So they gotta still make a buck somehow. Okay, so like the one... So since this corona thing is going on, right? And mm-hmm. and Mulan was supposed to go to theaters, but didn't? Or did yep. it? Nope, it didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, I think that plays a part with it, with the whole coronavirus happening. Um, but I also think it was kind of like where they wanted to go with Disney Plus sure. a little bit. Like stream their like straight up Disney. So movies up on does, does this cost a lot more or how? What's the? It's like twenty bucks. It's thirty bucks 30? a month. No, it's just a one-time payment. You still pay your monthly membership to Disney Plus, but then on oh. top of that, if you want to watch Mulan, it's a one-time thirty dollars. I didn't think it was one time. Or at least that's my understanding is it's like $30 to get access. But if you wait till Disney, then they're just going to go ahead and, and put it on Disney Plus for free. Which so it's kind could, of like a... Which could take a year or well, however long. My understanding was it was like late December. Okay. So it's kind of like a, if you want an early access viewing of it. Um, so the thing is, is though, it's not very good from what I've, what I'm hearing. In fact, it's not even really Mulan, like we all know and love. Um, so what I've heard is that they've kind of, they made a lot of changes and, um, they've, they took out some things and then they also kind of like, made things completely different so Mulan um, isn't fighting against the Hun anymore because the Hun are very much still around and they're very offended that (laughs) they made Mulan fight against the Hun even though back then the Hun did fight against China back in that time um but the the Hun actually is still like around in 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 China, and China's kind of treating them like shit. Um, a lot of them, uh, a lot of people who are from Hun descendants or believe in a lot of Hun beliefs get kind of like almost captured and like segregated to one part of China, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so yeah, in the movie, she's not fighting against the Han. She's fighting against uh, some other faction that I can't remember. But um, the uh, you remember Mushu, mm-hmm. the dragon from Mulan, voiced by uh, Eddie Murphy, I believe. Well, Mushu's not there anymore. Um, Mushu has been changed into a kind of like a figure figurative symbol and he's not a dragon he's a phoenix now and he's not called mushu 
I think he's just called Phoenix. And throughout the movie, you kind of see this Phoenix like flying around and it's supposed to be like a symbol of like her being true to herself or whatever. Like she's figuring out how to be true to herself. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, is um, the emperor or uh, the, yeah, the emperor in the movie was like this wise old man who, who was like ruler of M- Imperial City. And the new one, he's still the imperial uh, emperor, but he's a fabric bending wizard, <laughs> which means is that he can he's like a wizard with ma- mystical powers, and he he likes to take control of fabrics like cloth, and he can use them to beat up people. <laughs> Well, everybody wears clothes, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then um, they changed that... You remember the little cricket guy? Mm-hmm. Well, he's, a, he's an actual soldier, and he's, like, completely worthless as shit. Like, they only mention him, like, once or twice in the, in the movie. Jeez. See, I don't, I don't know. These live-action remakes, I don't really care for them. I, you saw the Lion King one? Yeah. I, it just this throws me off. I, I mean, to me, yeah, I, to me, Disney's like it's a cartoon, man. The only one that I I don't even really can say I really like it. I, I can say that they did a fairly decent job on was Beauty and the Beast, and even even that one had some of like a lot of flaws. Lion King, I thought was shit. You know the Mulan apparently is complete and total shit. Um, I haven't seen Tarzan, and I'm told it's good. Is Tarzan the one? Don't think they remade that yet. But they, I thought they did. Didn't Brandon Fraser do a version of that? But was that a Disney one? No, you're thinking of George of the Jungle. A George of the Jungle, okay. But they did a live action Tarzan. I don't know if it's by Disney. But, um, so yeah, they changed a lot of things. Um, the, the filming of the movie was actually in China and it was in a, it was right outside like a, uh, concentration camp for the Hun. Um, and it was also during a time where the Hong Kong police have been, Brutal, like basically being very brutal to like citizens and writers and all that stuff. And the main actress who plays Mulan was caught in like a, a little bit of a scandal because she tweeted out that she supports the Hong Kong police and, and all that stuff. So she was basically saying she supports police brutality and all that stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. The, the love interest, uh, it's not even really... It's not really there like he they have a love interest in there but he's just kind of like a pointless character who's not even has no story or nothing really to for anyone to like care <laughs> yes let's spend thirty dollars to watch this movie and i don't know yeah yeah i, I wouldn't uh so one of the main complaints though is that people are pissed off because Mulan has superpowers that they call the chi which had like there was no chi in the original Mulan but then apparently like now she has chi which makes her super powerful and has the ability to kick giant spears and arrows out of the out of the sky and somehow also hit targets with them um and she can like super run and stuff like that (laughs) training with those monks yeah and uh so she has superpowers um the main bad guy who is he has a pet eagle like in the cartoon Mulan but his pet eagle is actually a mystical witch that turns into an eagle 
but he doesn't know that she's a mystical witch. She like he just thinks that it's an eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when she goes to fight Mulan, she turns into a mystical witch. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so there's like a bunch. It's just like it's not even Mulan. It's not even the same movie or story. Basically, he changed it up. Disney Disney's gonna wreck it, just like they wrecked Star Wars. Yeah. And one of the one of the so like the the general that she falls in love with um in the cartoon who also falls in love with her and gets past the whole point of her being a girl um you know because it was like it's a a big no-no for women to be in in the military and of china at that time right and mm-hmm. so but she had to honor her father um so she dressed up like a boy to take his place in the in the military well disney said we can't have that general there because it is too weird and awkward to have your protagonist fall in love with somebody who um has authority one and it would be too weird for him to accept the fact that he thought she was a boy but then in the end he fell in love with her anyways which is weird because it was in a cartoon movie like years before one and two they're all right with beauty and the beast where a young girl falls in love with an animal which is like bestiality basically (laughs) (laughs) you know so it's kind of like where you kind of where you coming from here disney like what are you doing yeah i don't know it's 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 strange. I mean, I don't know. They okay. So we got and then we got a, a live action Aladdin too, right? Yeah, that one. Uh, Will Smith was in that one. That one's so good. Is he it? Plays I, genie. I have not. Do seen. not knock that one. I, I love haven't it. seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm it's just, better right. than the original. I. You know what? I'll, I'll say this. Will Smith. He did a good job as genie, but he's never. He's not gonna top. Robin Williams. For no. me at least. I think no. Robin Williams is genie. Like that that that's just him. Yeah. He's not trying to top him though. I mean he was just trying to pay homage to him, which I think he did. And he did he did a great job. I think Will Smith did Will Smith's version of Genie. And uh, and it's not so much of a bad genie, it's just I think Robin when I think of Genie, I think of Robin Williams. Yeah, he's he's the one that I'll always. I gotta watch it now, and I'm curious. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 all right. Personally, I did. I I stayed away from the live action ones. I saw. I did see the Lion King one, and it it just turned me off. I was like, God, this is just. Yeah. You, know, you, you grow up with it one way. That's like someone saying, "Well, you know." put rye bread on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich try that <laughs> fucking hate rye bread are you kidding me <laughs> like, I when, I make a, when i make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich i want the doughiest softest white bread you can find <laughs> not fucking rye bread that's hard and I, I use butter bread butter bread and that the potato bread works really good too yeah potato bread's pretty good too um, I was, a li- you know, I was excited when I heard that they were going to get the original voice actor for Mufasa in the live action, but I, it just didn't really work out for me. Yeah, and I was kind of like with Lion King. It's 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 weird. It's difficult because it, you know it's animals, and animals don't really talk and sing and and stuff like that. So it's not really live action to me you know i i mean they did a good job with the effects on it but we're we're gonna be in 10 years we're gonna be laughing at it <laughs> look at that it looks so yeah. fake i just think it's kind of like a waste of time i think we could have just left that one as the cartoon sure yeah well, all, all of them could have been like we could have done like frog and the princess or or um you know something else <laughs> I guess the frog and the princess is also kind of in the same spot because they, they're they both animals talking 
but you know, with frog, f- f- frog, and is that? Am I saying that? Is that the right the one? Princess frog? and the frog. Princess and the frog. You know, you've got a female lead character. You've got all black characters. I mean, th- th- that film is just like not all black, but primarily. Well, I mean, right now would be a prime time to fucking release something like that. I just farted. And you know, like Mulan has a lot of like the the messages and everything that we want that today's generation wants right now. And I feel like they just kind of fucked it up. They just kind of smeared it around in their poop. Yeah, it um I'm going to give that a hard pass. I'm going to wait until it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could find two hours to do something else. Yeah. There's been They're also talking about uh, how the the last like what three or four Star Wars movies we're all supposed to like ignore them now. Um, because they fired the, the the girl who was doing it, who was in charge of all of it, and they're giving it back to George Lucas. Are you serious? Yeah, I, so I I read an article and I've I've watched a few YouTube videos on it and it, and basically the Star Wars fandom and George Lucas himself all hate the like the new movies with with uh, Ray and 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 all of them. They they do not like how it went. They no. feel like there's too much like. It's too much female empowerment message going on, and like uh, uh, that, I don't agree with. But you know, and like us in the Star Wars world, it's kind of like a weird place to do it. it is it, what one of the weird one of the complaints is. It's it's just it wasn't. I don't like the way they ended the last one. It wasn't uh, to me. It was incomplete. They built this storyline up where Rey and uh, Kylo Ren, they kind of had this rivalry thing going on, but yet they still got along. They got this, it, like, rivalry thing. Rivalry? Rivalry. They're, they're enemies, yet there's sexual tension there. Yeah. That's I, what I got. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't know what was... They they kind of built that up. I was like, man, I would have loved to have seen those two actually like team up at the end and do something, either face something way bigger or just you know kick the shit out of everybody and take yeah, over I the mean, galaxy or whatever. I they, was kind of hoping they would have Kylo Ren like go to the Jedi side, you know, like pull yeah. him out of the out of the the Sith, the dark. Um, but you know, the whole time, it just felt like we may be brother and sister, we may be related, but there's still sexual tension here, just like was with Luke and Leia. Leia, yeah, that's it. And that's you good. know, and then at the end, like at the very end of the last movie, they're like, "Oh no, she's related to the Sith Lord," so they're not related. And you're like, "Oh, so they can get it on," and then you know he dies she goes back to skywalker ranch or whatever it is on tatooine <laughs> you know and then they just kind of end it they're like yeah she made her own lightsaber done that's it nothing else from here like what why would she make a new lightsaber then so i can't see anything that quite backs up exactly what you're saying all i can see is that the president of the company has left or has been asked to leave and has she's left and they're wanting to get um lucas back in there george lucas back in there but he had four conditions and i don't see anything saying that they've accepted those conditions at this point well because they don't want to they he sold it to disney and disney did this with it but he wants full control he wants he wants to pick out the the actors. He wants to tell the story. He wants to do the set design, all that stuff. And Disney's kind of like, well, then it's just going to be a George Lucas film, so we can't really give you full control. And what if you do or say something that's not going to agree with our audience? You know, 
Um, what I heard was is that everyone was very disappointed in the way she took it. They thought that it was just a like feminist piece is what they they said, mm-hmm. and that they would like to ignore all the new movies except like including solo because no one liked solo (laughs) i've the only only one that's still yet to make it through that whole movie um either my adhd kicks in and i do something else or i fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) the only one that missed like the cleaver so to speak was rogue one and that's like kind of a prequel that goes into uh, a new hope i think i thought that was a great movie i i, I thought it was good too yeah rogue one was out of all of them that's the best one they've done so far rogue one Definitely and then great. the mandalorians also kind of like missed most criticism i know there's some complaints but what's got baby yoda in it yeah so, so... I was just gonna step in and say one i don't think that it's fair to call to use the term feminist as an insult for a piece of work but that's neither here nor there right now um i'm not the on one calling it of that, I'm, I'm just saying what i read on top of that based on what i'm looking at um it says that if lucas would return he would want to make a trilogy sequel but it would not erase or change the current trilogy from existence it would be a new separate trilogy set in that galaxy far far away right so based on his original ideas that he handed over to disney and they scrapped so there's there's this is how they want to go through with it every like everyone as like a fan has basically been saying let's ignore these last four movies but george lucas has proposed that well one you, they're they're out you can't really ignore them everyone went and saw them so we're not gonna like outright completely just say that didn't happen we're gonna go and say you know what that storyline happened in an alternative universe where somewhere in the past uh in star wars they've said how there's a certain portal where there's an infinite amount of universes where different things happen to similar characters and similar stories so we're gonna act like this is just an alternate universe that we watched but it has nothing to do with the universe that we've been used to with the george lucas films i think they should just give it over to stephen king and then he can tie this all into (laughs) the the dark tower series and then they've they've forgiven themselves yeah they should just tie it in with dr sleep there you go. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> In the uh what it was the shining. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King's got a solution to everything. Yeah. <laughs> God, that guy pumps them out, doesn't he? Oh, it's crazy. You can't even keep up with him. I'm surprised he's still around actually. Yeah, he's in his like I think he's like seventy something. He's he's getting yeah. up there. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a skit on Family Guy where he's like sitting at the publisher's office and they're like, Okay, what do you've got? And he's like, Um what if there was a book about a haunted spooky lamp? Ooh. I was like, When can we have it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he he's got so many. I'm reading one right now. It's uh, about the JFK assassination. Oh yeah. And he runs into this diner owner that has a portal in the back, and he's gonna go try and change the JFK assassination. And it's pretty interesting. I think they made a like a Hulu series about it. Oh yeah. I I can't remember how long it was. But it wasn't that long ago. I saw I, I watched an interview with him where he was talking about a TV show that he made in the past that was about this like celebrity millionaire guy who ran for president and, and got it. And then he kind of ruined America. And then he was like, it's kind of spooky how how that's actually come true. <laughs> 
They yeah, they do say that about him. Like, uh, well, I mean, if you ever read The Stand, that one is they deal with the pandemic and it just. I don't even what what that's not a pandemic. What the fuck is? What do you call that? Epid of a plague, basically. Yeah, and that goes through and destroys everybody, and they make their, <clears throat> you know, the people make their own government again, and <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you you kind of start to see you're like, whoa, man, he is he predicting the future? He does. <laughs> Maybe that fucker's got a dark tower somewhere, and he can go ahead oh, in yeah. time and. I don't know. It's just like The Simpsons. Like a lot of their, <laughs> a lot of their episodes like came true. Yeah, the whole coronavirus one. Yeah, dude, you or can't like, you can't even post anything about that on Facebook. They they remove your post. Mm-hmm. I've tried several times. They're like, they put this big giant thing, uh, right on it, and it'll say, "This is fake news." Yeah. So Facebook is getting in a lot of trouble for that right now um there's people who are like posting it's it's really sad to say it, but okay so like we kind of talked about it a little bit in the past too how people have been trying to say pedophilia is like a sexuality right and people are trying to like normal size pedophiles and um so people would make like memes or just you know posts saying pedophiles is like wrong and should be in prison and and harmful and all that stuff and facebook would slap their fake news blur on it Mm -hmm. so if you like if somebody was going through their timeline and then they they see this blur says this is fake news and then you have to click show me anyways just to see what it is and so a lot of people are accusing Facebook for covering up, like, you know, like they're trying to normalize pedophiles and things like that. They've been they've been doing that to a lot of different other things, though, too. But that's just one of the examples that I have for you. Yeah, I don't think they should. <laughs> they shouldn't even put anything on there. Let us post whatever the fuck we want to post on there. Yeah. If, if you can't. I don't know if you can't figure out that that's not true or that someone's posting something that might be kind of that's not true then then you got bigger problems than mm-hmm. facebook became uncool when my fucking grandma got on it so <laughs> when my mom sent me a friend request i was done right my mom was like i can't why, why did you why, why are you posting pictures of of food <laughs> you know what i mean like they just, yeah just... why are you posting pictures of people wasting food <laughs> gripping it with force <laughs> <laughs> and then they get like like of my mom she's getting to the point where like it's high schoolish with it you know it's it's almost like she she discovered it she didn't know how to use it well, now she knows how to use it and it's like all she bases her life around. So like little comments that you put on there that like aren't meant to be mean or anything. They're just, you know, uh-huh. you know how it is. You can't, when you text message or like when you write something online, it's really hard to like, what, what emotion is he using with this? You know, like mm. there's some things you put, she instantly, yeah, she instantly takes everything out of context wrong. Well, why did you say this? Or right. Or like mm. if, if you post song lyrics in your, in your status or something, she'll be like, is everything okay? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think Jim's on drugs. He posted something about, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, People take that shit way too serious. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think Julie wants to wrap this up now. Like thirty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she may or may not be sleeping, or she, pro- she oh, probably she probably the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm eating pizza. 
but <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I get All that. Right. I get that way with ramen. Don't talk to me. I'm eating ramen. <laughs> Man, I wish I could have ramen. That sounds good. So I was on Walmart's grocery app to do their pickup orders. And it showed that they were out of the boxes of ramen, like the box of 12 ramen. But you can get 12 individual ramens. Mm-hmm. And so I got 12 of them and it was like five cents cheaper. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, buying the piss out of the boxes for some reason. I It's because of the bulk buy, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it's convenient because it's in a little box, but if if you're a ramen fan, period, and you like like the spicy ones or whatever, you don't ever have a problem trying to buy ramen because I'll eat the fuck out of the spicy ones all the time. I don't care, but <laughs> I haven't. I only. I kind of just stick with chicken and beef. I guess I should expand my my ramen game hell yeah man when i worked in the prison they they've got and i was jealous of these of these guys like the commissary the the prison store they had ramen flavors that y'all ain't even seen and that, oh, yeah. you, that you can't you have to order them on fucking amazon <laughs> like what like lime chili shrimp yeah, that's like like those, and then they have like this one. It's a jalapeno cheddar. That one is, oh my god, it's amazing. You gotta uh, go to like the Asian market to get those. Yeah, like the Korean fire noodles or whatever. You can get them, and oh my mm-hmm. god, those things stink, and they, <laughs> they blister your lips. So stay away from those. Oh yeah. You ever had those? No. I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 horrible. So when you, when you, how do you have your ramen? Do you, do you cook it with the water and eat it in the, in the water for the broth? Or do you do it bone dry? I can't have it bone dry, but I can't have it like soupy. It, it's just a, I have like a fine mix where it's a little, a little bit of like water with it, but not too much. Do you add anything to it? Nope. No. No, uh, so I, actually, yes, I sometimes. So when I was working out and I was in the gym all the time, I would come home. This was if I was too lazy to cook. Like, <laughs> I'd get a can of tuna, and then I would dump a can of tuna in the in the noodle cup, and just uh-huh. mix it together and eat it that way. Another little prison trick I learned. You do the cups or do you do the little packets? Like I always get the cu- I get the cups if I can. Like uh, when I bought all those fire noodles or whatever, you, you can only get those in the packs. But um, but yeah, I normally I buy the cups because I I like the it's convenient, man. It's like a walking taco. <laughs> and it, yeah, it tastes I, the same to me, I guess. Yeah. See, I usually. I can go both ways. I can do the like ramen in the broth kind of thing, like not too much, not too little, or I can do dry and then I just sprinkle the seasoning packet on the noodles. Um, what I like to do though, sometimes I'll 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 crack an egg in one. That's and, the and best. Co- and cook it with the noodles on, on the stovetop. Oh my god, you guys! I think I'm gonna puke. Please don't speak anymore. Some other times, what I like to do is I'll fry up a pound of hamburger, like ground ground uh, hamburger, and then get mixed vegetables and add those together. And it's it's really good with itself. But I personally like to put a little, sprinkle a little Worcestershire sauce in there. Um, nobody else likes to do that, apparently, just me. I like the egg, and then you make it like a stir fry with like teriyaki or soy sauce. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna fucking make myself puke. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. Oh my god, seriously, I about fucking vomited. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining that, like, 
Oh my god, I think I sharded too. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Well, I think that's a perfect place to end the podcast. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> no, I okay, yeah, we will just let me one more quick thing. Sorry guys. Okay. <laughs> like you mentioned that all I could see was I don't like eggs. I like scrambled eggs, and that's the only way I will eat them. But otherwise, I can't eat eggs. I can't stand the smell. It'll make me puke, throw up. I can't. <laughs> All I imagined was that runny-ass egg and those noodles, and now, oh, my God. <laughs> Did we just, like, ruin ramen for you? You may have. <laughs> and Jimmy will never get ramen again. Oh, my God. You scramble it first. I, I mean, you can scramble it, or you can do other ways. Yeah, I don't. Don't, don't make never him had, puke, okay? Don't, but you've never not... had like traditional ramen from like a sushi shop or something. Well, yeah, we went to that. What is that? Gray whale or whatever? Does that count? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was uh, no. There was an egg in there. Nah, dude, I just had crab rangoon because it's too confusing. Uh. Like I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I walked into there and you know, like my wife, my wife and my son are like pros at this shit. I don't know, I can figure it out. So, like they know exactly what they want. They look, <laughs> and I think I had like bad ADHD that day. It was fucking horrible. Like. I'm, I walk in there, and this shit's all on this giant chalkboard, and yeah. and it looked like a Chinese arithmetic type thing. I couldn't <laughs> the bead calculator. Dude, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I have not stopped laughing yet. It hurts my head even thinking about it. Huh. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, so then. I'm like, I'm just going to take some crab rangoon because I was confused. <laughs> so then they order their stuff and and I'm listening to them order and, um, you know, it's like someone speaking a foreign language. You you, you hear yeah. it and, you know, it's just, it's scrambled. You don't know what it is. I, dude, I was fucking confused. So then they, we go and sit down and they bring the crab rangoon, which was really good. Um, it was a little overcooked for me, but I thought it was great. Uh, and they bring these massive bowls and I, I, I took one look at it and I, I just, I couldn't get into it. It, it, I mean, there's shit floating on the top of it. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, no blue whale for me. It looked like, yeah, no. Did you go to the one at <laughs> Gateway? Yeah, that's the one they went to. Yep. That one's got really bad health department reviews. I'm really glad they didn't get sick. <laughs> oh, I can, <laughs> I can don't tell. Know I, you know what? I walked in there and I, I knew something was, something was, up. was fishy. Something was fishy. <laughs> you knew they were misusing eggs in there. When, when you have to do arithmetic to figure out what to put in <laughs> your your bowl of noodles nope you lost me but then i look back in the kitchen and i'm going hmm (laughs) something's not right it's just not for me i'd rather like i said the satisfaction in noodles for me is the like the spicy ones or whatever that's what i like spicy flavored noodles yep jalapeno cheddar ones or (laughs) ones that make you fart <laughs> Make your farts burn. Well, that, All right. that concludes my night. I think I'm gonna <laughs> never go to the blue whale ever again. And you're gonna go change your underwear. And <laughs> you should you should try if you're ever up for it again. You should try the um. Was it the blue blue sake bomber grill down on the Haymarket? Yeah, we ate there before. Well, you should go to Ginger. Or go to Ginger. I don't know. I ate at one of them places down there. Gin- Ginger uh, is on... out on Highway Two by Lowe's. Yeah, right in front of Lowe's. They're pretty it's, good, actually. They have they have Chinese, they have a Mongolian grill, and they have sushi. 
Yeah. So you can pick and choose if you want them to make the meal for you or... The only thing I would suggest is not to get the chicken ramen bowl there because they literally put breaded chicken into your ramen and it soaks in there. So like all the breading gets soggy and, and shitty. Oh, their orange chicken though is to die for. Those sushi rolls are great. Oh, so good, so good. They have there. I think there's one. It's called the flaming uh, flamingo, which is like a spicy sushi roll, like a crunchy spicy. I think it's like tuna or tuna. Like the most plain person ever. When I get sushi, it's got to be the only California roll. Nope, I just get a spicy tuna roll, and heaven, you better not put any vegetables in it. <laughs> I'm not a sushi person, so that's, that's, I won't get any. Oh, I, I and then sushi. sashimi, I can eat the fuck out of tuna sashimi, but oh, sashimi. Uh, but uh, Ooh. And, and then, but that's it, man. It's just raw tuna, and then and then the the rice and the the seaweed roll or whatever the fuck that thing is. Uh. That's that's how I like my sushi, just plain, you know. And I, the wasabi, I I eat the fuck out of that stuff. So I'm getting a trend. I dip Very a little spicy. wasabi in my soy sauce. Yeah, I've seen guys do that before. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I just. That one. Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm surprised you're still doing that after yeah, what just happened. Just short. <laughs> I think I'm like pinching off a big loaf and then <laughs> So we should probably wrap things up now. Yeah. Well, hey, you guys keep going with this. I'm trying to be a team player here, but yeah. well, I mean <laughs> Julie's finally to... started talking. I'm next podcast. To my butthole. All right, next podcast I'll wear depends so I can shit myself while we're <laughs> good. I'm surprised that you haven't done that yet. Well, some of these farts that I've been doing lately, it wouldn't surprise me. Hey, thank you for making it to the end of the episode. We really appreciate it. Just wanted to remind you all that we have an Instagram, a Discord, and a SoundCloud. So go ahead and give us likes and follows on those platforms. And hey, keep an eye out for new platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In. And most importantly, from all of us, have a beautiful day.